Hey y'all, hey. Are you drinking your water? Are you minding your business? I love to see it. Welcome to Hydrated and Healed, a podcast series that combines a full glass of real-life conversations with a nourishing splash of healing. I'm Angel Glassell. There is so much chaos happening in the world and possibly in your personal life. My goal is to help you navigate the chaos by staying hydrated and healed. Hey, have y'all listened to episode one and two? Mm-hmm. If you haven't, you should. And then don't forget to rate, review, comment, subscribe, all that. Let me know how y'all liking the episodes and topic suggestions. Because listen, this is a lifestyle thing, honey. And there's always something to be working on. So if there is a particular topic that you would like for me to discuss, put it in the comment. Okay? Put it in the comment. Let me know. Let me know. All right, so have y'all heard the phrase, it's not you, it's me? When I've seen it or heard it, there's an exchange between a man and a woman, the woman, or excuse me, the man does not want to commit for whatever reason, and he sarcastically says, it's not you. It's me. Now, I am not going to sit up here and act like a man is the only one who could say this to a woman. A woman could totally say this to a man. It goes both ways. Okay? So, for the the men that's watching or listening, don't be like, oh, here she go. Stay with me. Stay with me. Okay? This is not a bashing session at all. I really want us to take the phrase literally it's not you it's me and i'm talking about accountability what does that look like for you how do you show up to a conflict when somebody says hey you did something and it hurt my feelings do you lash out or do you take a take a moment and say okay you know what let me analyze the role that i played in this situation. My bonus dad used to always say this when I was younger in high school. He would always say, when you're pointing the finger at someone, remember that you have fingers pointing back at yourself. And being 35, I can really see that blossoming and how I analyze and show up in conflict. And I'm always trying to figure out what did I do wrong and how could this have worked out differently. Now, I want to share a story that this really just, this is where the idea of the whole topic came from, this story, okay? So let me just get into it. Let me take a sip first so that way I can make sure that I'm hydrated. You grab your water, grab your business, and let's get into it. One year, this is actually last year, at the end of the school year, we went to a restaurant, right? So it's the end of the school year and the teachers are ready. We're done. We're tired. If you are a teacher and you are on summer break, baby, we made it. Okay. 
We made it. If you have not made it to the finish line yet, just hang in there. You almost there. Finish strong. We're rooting for you. Okay? So we go out to eat to celebrate end of the school year, going into summer break, having a good time. At the end of our outing, we are waiting for the waiter to come and bring us our checks. So I'm sitting here scanning the restaurant because we're ready to go. And I'm scanning the restaurant trying to locate our waiter. And while I'm scanning the restaurant, I lock eyes with a woman sitting across the restaurant. And I didn't think anything of it because I had just started wearing my hair out curly um, after a year and a half of it being up in braids. Um, and so I was just like, maybe she likes my hair. I don't know. Maybe she thinks I'm cute. I'm not going to sit up here and just overthink this. So the waiter comes, brings us our checks. We sign or I'm signing and we're about to leave. And as I'm signing, I look up and that same woman is now standing a few feet away from me and she's waving. And so I have this thing when I don't know who's waving at me or saying hi. I just say hi and I smile because I be feeling bad that like, you know me, but I don't remember you in this moment. So I'm just going to fake it until I make it. And I'm waving and smiling and she's like, do you remember me? But she's saying it in a sarcastic way. And then she follows with, you ruined my life. And I'm like, what? Um, I don't know you. And uh, she walks closer and she's like, you, do you remember me? And I was like, I do not remember you. And so my coworker is looking at me like, are we about to fight in this restaurant on today? And the Holy Spirit immediately said, stay calm. So I stated again, I do not remember you or know you. And she mentions a fitness class. And then she says two names that I, I knew who she was talking about. And so before she can get anything out, I said, I need you to know that I am not the same woman that I was back then. I have matured. I have evolved. I am open and willing to have a conversation. But I just need you to know that I am not that same person. And when I said that, she like calmed all the way down. And then she sat down and then she just kind of goes into, because I still didn't know what she was talking about, but I knew the names that were mentioned. And so she's goes into details and long story short, there was a dance challenge. Kind of like on TikTok when there's a dance trend and then people do the dance trend, but when they do the dance trend, you got to tag the original creator. Same context. So there's a dance challenge and she did the challenge, posted the challenge, but she didn't tag the original creator. The original creator 
asked me to go on the post and tag her. And I did. And so after she goes into that, and then, you know, she mentioned, because I had been to her class before that incident happened, and she always remembered or she stated that I just seemed so nice and sweet, and so she was just shocked that I was even hanging out with those girls. And so I just apologized, and then she goes on to say that she had been carrying that for a while um and then I want to say there was like some personal things that happened with like her family I know she lost a family member and so it was just like a build-up of things that stemmed from this one moment in her eyes and I just apologized and I gave her like a short explanation as to what happened that I'm going to break down in a minute and after, you know, kind of just stating my claim to her, she was just, I could tell that that was a moment that needed to happen. All right. So I want to talk about how old Angel might have shown up to this conversation. So old Angel might have been like, listen, sis, I am not your your issue here and like where is this energy with those other girls did you call them did you show up to them and say you know all the stuff that you're saying to me and a Facebook post ain't that deep like why are you in my face like it just would have been not what it was now, I will say that I am not a confrontational person, meaning that I don't like to fight because I just feel like I'm too cute to fight. This ain't that. We ain't doing that. Now, I'm going to defend myself. Oh, okay, I'm going to do that. But when she talked to me or when she came to me and the Holy Spirit told me to stay calm, the beauty in that is, one, I was able to look at myself and see what I did wrong and immediately apologize. And then two, it created a space for her to get that out. Whether we agree or disagree, it's irrelevant. All right. And so one of the things that really helped me in terms of taking accountability is owning the fact that I am human and I am prone to make mistakes. Period, point blank. Now, do I wake up plotting against people? No, absolutely not. Do I just get in the mood and be like, okay, I'm finna bop you upside the head or cuss you out just because I feel like being mean? That ain't me. But I am human. And I might look or say something by accident or just like not knowing that that was offensive. I try to not put myself in those spaces, but I know that I'm human and I'm going to make mistakes. So when you take that stance, the it's not you, it's me, it really allows you to not become defensive first, right? Take an offensive role and really just say, you know, okay, how did I show up? And when I did that, I came across some tools that we can put into place to help you stay hydrated and healed so 
when I was asked to tag the person too, I know y'all like, Lord, people want people too, people want people too. The lady who approached me um, in the restaurant, um, when I tagged the original creator on her post, or it was like the gym's post, it was somebody's post, honey, I don't remember. But I had to understand my role in that. Why did you feel the need to tag and get involved in anything that had nothing to do with you? That was not your fight. That was not your battle. You just met these girls. This ain't like your sister needs you to come and back her up. And even then, my sister, we ain't on no dehydrated mess or behavior. So we're not asking each other to do stuff like that. But that was not your battle, sis. This is how I talk to myself. That was not your battle, sis. Why are you involved in this? Why? And I'm going to answer honestly. It's because I was people-pleasing. I had just moved to Tennessee. I was trying to make new friends. And, you know, in my eyes, these girls were cool. Or, like, one of the girls was cool. For whatever reason, I wanted to be liked by them and I wanted them to be my friend. When you're in a people-pleasing phase, which is not a good place to be in, because let me tell you right now, the only people that we need to be striving and aiming to please is God, Jesus, and the Holy Ghost. And if you want to add yourself to the pot, you can. Everybody else, irrelevant. Okay, now, yes, it would be nice to be liked by everybody, but baby, Jesus was on this earth and people did not like him. So what makes us different? Some people are just not going to like you. Exactly. Let me take a sip because <clears throat> some people are just not going to like you. You're going to have to come to that realization. And it's okay because God will always surround you by people who do like you and people who are supposed to be connected to you and with you. All right. So I was engaging in people pleasing activities and I wasn't strong enough or courageous or confident enough to say, this ain't my battle. I'm not going to take nobody. Why you can't do it? You go in there and take her. Right. Which takes me to my next point. I realized that I lost my voice. When you're in a position or a situation and you have to speak up, and this is not for the ones who, you know, you have it, you can easily speak up and, and say how you feel with no problems. Hey, I strive every day to get to that place. I'm not where I used to be. I have made a lot of progress, but that is something that I am still working on to this day. But I'm learning or I have learned that there are a lot of situations that can be avoided if we just speak up and say, mm, no, I'm good. I don't want to do that. Or this makes me uncomfortable. Um, it's a no for me. Or my favorite audio, immediately no. Immediately no. No has become my favorite word. I think I use it too much because, honey, if it's something I don't want to do, the answer is going to be no. Sorry, not sorry. 
No. But I'll even say that becoming a teacher really strengthened that muscle to speak up because when you're in the classroom and you got 24 students and somebody acting up, you can't turn an eye and be like, oh, I didn't see that. You got to say, hey, 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 hey. I need for you to have a seat. We are not doing that on today. This is going to be an issue for me. So help me help you. So we don't have an issue. And once I started building that muscle, then it started to trickle into the areas in my family. And I would really have to credit living in New York with building this muscle to speak up. Because when I moved to New York, I remember my mom and I, we were like, just button heads. Of course, I'm moving. They want me to stay home. I've changed my major. It was just a lot going on. And I remember when I made the decision to leave New York and come to Tennessee, my landlord at the time, I was kind of just venting to her. And I was like, my mom is this, she this. And she gets mad at me if I do something that she don't want me to do. And just, just letting it out and she said I'm gonna give you the best advice and so my ears was open I'm like come on spill it sis spill it and she started by asking me two questions she said you love your mom right I said I do I really do love her she said at the end of the day you're going to do what you want to do right and I said yeah yeah I am she said, your mother will always have the right to give you her opinion because she gave birth to you. So with that being said, when she gives you her advice or her opinion, just listen. And then after she's done, say, you know what, mom? I did not see it that way. Thank you for sharing. And I will take that into consideration as I make my decision. And so I tried it and I was like, "Ooh, it works. So then it started like breaking down those those barriers and like us bumping heads every time she would tell me something that is not something that I wanted to do. So that's where that seed was like planted and then it just kind of started to come out more. But in terms of like friendship, I've been in a lot of I can't even really say a lot of, but I've been in some friendships that were just toxic and I never spoke up. So if you find the courage and build the muscle to speak up, regardless of how that person is going to respond, here's another thing. We can't control how people respond to us. We can only control how we choose to respond. So if you're like me and you're like, dang, well, I'm scared to speak up because I'm scared of how that person is going to treat me afterwards. Are they going to continue to be my friend? Are they going to try to cuss me out? Are they going to want to fight? Like, I want to challenge you to really get out of that space and start to build that muscle. So one of the things I do, um, just even with my family members, because, you know, like they're yellers, they are doing so much better. But I always say, listen, I'm open and I'm willing to have a conversation, but it has to happen in this context. Because I'm not going to yell, I'm not going to cuss, I'm not going to hit below the belt. I'm just not interested in doing that. And it's going to take some time for people to adjust to it. But 
remove yourself. If that's what you have to do for your sanity and your peace, remove yourself. So going back to the whole, when I was asked to tag the person, I know for a fact that I didn't say, no, I'm good to say my battle because I thought that that person would not want to be my friend anymore if I spoke up. Now, I don't know if that would have been the case or what, but that is another lesson that I was able to take away from that. Just speak up. If somebody is asking you to do something that goes against your character, your morals, and your values, bow out. Like, be by yourself. It's peaceful by yourself than to be surrounded by people who are gossiping and and just doing things that ain't bringing nobody no kind of hydration and healing. Bow out. Okay? So, now, when it comes to conflict baby one thing I like to do is speak up I'm gonna always have time to advocate for myself as long as it's in a healthy way I'm good I'm always willing and able to have the uncomfortable conversations okay the third thing is I had to change how I viewed myself I was discounting myself I didn't see the value and what I brought to the table slash bring to the table. I didn't see the value in how I was created and how God just took his time. It was like, okay, I need her to look like this. I need her to have this, this talent. I need her to maneuver and do things this way. Once you break out of wanting to be in the shadows of how other people see you, baby, the freedom is real. I am me, and this is how I'm going to show up. Now, because I am in a state of always wanting to evolve and grow as a person, I'm always going to show up as my best self. And I know that sometimes I'm going to miss the mark because, again, I'm human, and I'll be the first to tell you that I'm going to make a mistake. If you're looking for perfection, it ain't here. It ain't here. Okay, so once I realized that, hey, I'm, I, I am who I am. This is me. And if you like it, great. If you don't like it, I don't know what to tell you. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord splits you. All right, so... Now I'm in a space that like, you know, if you can't take accountability, don't come right here with that foolery. Yes, I will always be in a space and willing and able to have an uncomfortable conversation. And I want to figure out how we can make this work in a healthy way. But if you say, hey, no, I'm good. I've decided I want to move on. Bye. Go, go and be great. And I'm going to go and be great. And it's going to be okay. And if you are a person, I don't know why this just dropped into my spirit, but if you feel like, dang, if I, you know, develop the confidence and start working my speak up muscle, then I'm not going to have no friends. I'm going to tell you right now, it's a lie. God always, 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 always puts people in my life who nurture and encourage that. Every step of the way. 
And they're also not afraid to say, girl, you was wrong. You, you should not have done that. So I remember being in a space with a group of friends and I, people pleasing and not being hydrated and healed and making comments that I should not have made. Um, and when the time came for me to like, you know, just own up to it, I did own up to it, but just not being comfortable enough to be like, okay, hold up. This was happened. This is why I lashed out. This is why I said that, even though there's no excuse. I've, I took the approach of, okay, well, let me just, you know, bow out gracefully and not say anything. Um, and if you're trying to find that balance, I would say pray. And I know people are probably going to be like, well, it's just so cliche you say pray. But I'm, no, pray about it. Pray about it and really wait and listen for God to say, hey, maneuver this way or say this or say that. Because the word does say when you have an issue with your brother or your sister that you're supposed to go to them. And don't let the sun go down. You know, that's what the word says. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... I want to end by saying, you know, like, when you really step into the state of being hydrated and healed, drinking your water and minding your business, there's so much to unpack. Now, first, I have to applaud the lady who approached me because I know that took courage and bravery. I know it did. and. One might say, well, when she came over, like her motives may have been this or her motives may have been that. Again, we cannot control other people's actions. We can only control how we show up. And I honestly felt the Holy Spirit tell me to stay calm when she approached me. Now, my flesh was like, we're going to give you book and wait a minute. But the Holy Spirit was like, no, stay calm. And true story, an opportunity has fallen into my lap for me to uh, teach fitness classes. And that woman works at the gym where I will be working. And so when that little full circle moment kind of came and we like connected again, I was like, Lord, did you? Allow that to happen to like clear the way for whatever it is that you know you're what you're doing in my life and in her life. Like, what a great feeling it was to be like, you know, what, Lord, not only did I pass that test, but I see why you allowed that moment to happen. So, when you're in that space of unpacking things and you're minding your business and drinking your water and you're trying to figure out okay how can I become a better person and you know in terms of like dealing with conflicts with friendships relationships co-workers your boss like always just be willing to say you know what it's not you it's me let me figure out what I'm doing wrong I guarantee you there's something you could have done differently and if you say I ain't got nothing I ain't got nothing then I would encourage you to pray and ask the Lord to reveal it to you 
And I'm not saying that there there will always be an, an instance where you were wrong and there was something that you could have done differently. But be in the space to take on that role. Don't immediately default to, I, I know I ain't do nothing wrong. I, I know it wasn't me. It, mm. So you know what? Okay, if this person is coming to me and, you know, they're trusting their vulnerability with me to say, hey, you did this to me, whether I did it on purpose or not. If I didn't do it on purpose, then that's just a simple conversation. Hey, I didn't mean to do that. That wasn't my intent, but I understand how it could have been received that way. And for that, I do apologize because I don't want anybody to be walking this earth saying, oh, she mean and I know she was out to get me. Uh-uh. Because, baby, we hydrated and healed. I want to see you win. I'm trying to encourage, motivate, inspire, and push you to greatness. So if anybody approaches me, this is my stance now. If anybody approaches me with the, you know, that hurts my feelings. And I'm just willing and able to to look at myself and say, okay, how did you show up to this? And what could you have done differently? Right? So my question to you is, how comfortable are you taking accountability? Are you able to say or ask yourself, what did I do wrong? And you know what? My bad. I didn't mean it this way. Or you know what? I did mean it this way. And I apologize. And keep in mind, again, I've said this a couple of times. We cannot control how people respond to us. We can control how we respond to people. Yeah? Let me take a sip. <clears throat> you can find me at Hydrated and Healed on Instagram or Angel Glassell on Instagram. If you're tuning in by way of YouTube, Spotify, Apple, don't forget to rate, review, comment, subscribe, all that. All that. And that's all who? Hydrated and healed. Bye, guys.